What is going on, everybody? This is Paige for another cathartic podcast. I don't know if this is episode two or three. We've kind of had some issues with downloading and iTunes and all that stuff. Trying to figure that crap out. First one was definitely piecemealed together. And it's going to be released way after the fact. But that's either here nor there. So, on a special occasion... Now, all the bowl games are set up. All the playoff games are set up. Well, all two of them. Changes all around. Hopefully, one day we'll talk about something other than college football. I don't know when that's going to happen. Maybe January. Maybe. But we will see what happens. Fingers crossed. So, before we get into the bowl games, yes, I know on the headline it says bowl games or Bull something, where the hell we put it in there as the headline. Some things have come up that just got to talk about. Can't let them slide. Been sitting on it, been thinking about it, got to do it. Urban Myers is going to resign. Not retire, resign. Apparently there is a difference. Now it doesn't matter what you feel about the guy. I'm one of those guys who, who isn't a huge fan of his. Probably because I just don't like Ohio State. And I don't like Florida. Kind of liked him at Utah. Bowling Green, cool. I like small schools. But everything off the field that has happened, everybody knows what, what went on. <clears throat> everybody knows the lies. Everybody knows the arrests. Everybody knows all the bad crap is going on, or that had that has gone on. And I wonder what come what may come out this time around. A lot like Florida, he left and all this shit came up. But let's see the here nor there. He was one hell of a coach. Just simple as that. It's a simple fact. What he did at Bowling Green, what he did at Utah, kind of put Utah on the map. In my personal opinion, if Urban Myers didn't go to Utah and have the success he had at Utah, they wouldn't be in the Pac-12 right now. They'd still be in the Mountain West. Then with the Florida, won two national championships, two national championships at Florida. I mean, granted, there were a bunch of convicts on that team, but they did have a preacher in Tim Tebow. I think uh, Chris Leak was also a quarterback with them. Uh, they won two with Tebow. I think Leak was turned into a backup the first year they won one. Uh, but he was a great coach. Look what he did at Florida. Goes to Ohio State. They went, I think, six and seven the year before he got there with uh, Luke Fickle, who's now Cincinnati, who I think we talked about earlier in, in uh, another podcast. I didn't realize it, and, and I was listening to the radio on the way into work today. And they talked about what he did as in changing the culture at Ohio State. Ohio State's always going to be at the top in, in the Big 12 or Big 10. But he changed the culture. He goes up into a very cold environment and runs the spread system successfully when no one thought he'd be able to. They forget he ran it at Bowling Green. They forget he ran it at Utah. Both places that don't get really warm in the wintertime. So he goes into a situation at Ohio State. Was the covered bear at Ohio State? Eh, probably not. But if you look at the, when they won the national championship in 2014, 71, his national championship with Ohio State. Uh, shit, no, no. Yeah, 2014. And he was hired in 12. So just think about it. He hired in 12. He goes into a situation hired. I think he's hired in uh, 2012. Undefeated. But remember, Ohio State was under investigation, or not under investigation, was under probation 
no bowl games. I don't think they lost scholarships, but the, no postseason. They still went 12 and 0. They're still ranked at the top four. They might have been ranked two or one, <clears throat> honestly, that year. I think that was 12. I think that was his first year at Ohio State that he did that. Yep. First year, 2012, they did that. He finished the season number three. Goes out the next year. Didn't have a good year in 13. I think they finished. What did they finish? They finished 12th that year. But they had a little guy by the name of Carlos Hyde, who I believe plays in the NFL. I think he's with Jacksonville right now. Then the next season, JT Barrett steps in with Braxton Miller being hurt. 11-1. Go in. And they beat, I think, Oregon. Marcus Marietta. They beat Oregon that year for a national championship. And now he's stepping aside. So all the off-field crap we can talk about it till we're you know, blue in the face. I'm not a fan of the guy. I feel like his off-field issues overshadow what he has done. But I can't argue the fact that he is one hell of a coach. I think he's, what, 86-9 or 80-something and 9? He's lost nine games in, what, seven years at Ohio State? Seven, eight years at Ohio State, he's lost nine games. I don't care where the hell you're from. What 82 and 9. I don't care what you've done off the field. If you lose nine games, wow. I guess I do care what you've done off the field. Look at the rests that he had of Florida. The constant line, the sorry but not sorry he went through this last offseason, coming into this season. He's a great coach. I'm not going to sit here and say he's not. But I like how several radio hosts that I listened to on the way into to work today, like I said, said it wasn't retiring. He was resigning. The, the difference between retiring and resigning is Bob Stoops is retired. Bob Stoops has reportedly been offered several jobs, and he says, nope, I'm done. I'm retired. Resigning is what Urban Myers did out to Florida, even though I guess technically it was retired. I'm not sure if he, quote, retired or, quote, resigned after Florida. And he took a couple years off and took the hell no state job. Now, is he going to retire or is he going to resign? I missed the, the conference. There was a news conference. I missed it. I have to work. Okay, I just don't. I don't have a TV at work, unfortunately. So retire or resign? Now, is he just going to resign and hang out for a year next year? Maybe do what he did at ESPN in the past? Is he going to sit back and not do anything. I mean, it's just, it is just, it's a question mark in my opinion. I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see with him. But next year, he's not going to coach apparently. He's not going to coach Ohio State anyways. So where, if he goes anywhere? And there's this rumors. I mean, is it is it going to turn into, he takes a year off and that first big gig opens up, say a USC, just throwing that name out there because that is a school that kind of has a head coach on the hot seat. We'll talk about what that what move they just made officially later. But you look at will he just take a big the first big school that comes up, AUSC. Who else is on the hot seat? And and, and LSU, Urban Myers back in the SEC in the South. <whistles> what he can do at USC. <whistles> so is he resigned, Zainine, or is he retired? That's kind of. The question we'll find out probably at the end of next year. I think if a big head coaching job opens up, I can almost guarantee you this, almost. 
LSU goes in. I don't know why LSU is popping to my head, and I just have a feeling. But, of course, my feelings are always wrong. That's why I work a 10-hour job five days a week and pull my hair out and get gray hair and drink beer, which one day we'll talk about. But, anyways, LSU comes to mind because Ed Orgeron was on the hot seat coming into this year. They finished 9-3. and three. They beat Florida, lost to Alabama, blew up Georgia, lost in a wild one to Texas A&M, and I forgot their third loss. I should know that one, but I don't. So I think now, personally, I believe that with Urban Meyer, quote, either resigning, if he is, or retired, even if he is retired, Ed Ogeron is now back on the hot seat. I think Todd Helton is even more on the hot seat now than he already was. And I understand Lynn Swan's the idiot USC. I understand him trying to be stable. I get that. I really do. And you go from Carroll to Kiffin to uh, uh, Sarkeesian, 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 to Orgeron to Helton. And I think in that time frame, you had a president either, I don't know what happened to the president. He left or she left. They left. They either got canned or they left. You went new AD. After all the shit the NCAA went down, Lin Swan comes in, no AD experience whatsoever, but he's, he's a Hall of Famer, if I remember correctly. He wants stability, so I can give it to him. I know a lot of people want Helen's head. Helen needed to make a splash, and think finally he did that. But I digress. Again, I go around everywhere, and I understand that. So, Helen's going to be on the hot seat, I believe. If, if there's any little minute, little, hey, Urban Meyer may just be resigning just to get away from the microscope of Ohio State, everything that went on in the offseason, him looking like he was about to die on the sideline with Maryland, him not looking healthy. And we've seen it before. You know, he left Florida due to health reasons. A couple years later, he goes right to Ohio State. They're two years off. Could we see it again? I mean, that's the question mark. Could we see it again? Who knows? We'll find out. But I can tell you right now, if, if there's any little minute little idea, any little rumor that comes out that he may be interested to come back coaching the next year, people who are on the hot seat like an Ed Orgeron, like a Todd Helton, those seats are going to get hotter, a lot hotter. Because, again, let's face it. Yeah, his, off, his off-field record may not look all that great, but his on-field record, which we saw at Ohio State, that's all they care about. They don't care about the fact that he just flat out lied several times to the world or to the college football world. They care about what happens on the field. They don't care that his assistant coach allegedly beat up his wife. And Urban lied to the AD about it and kind of covered it up. They don't care about that. They care what happened to the field. Again, all allegedly, but let's face it. Looking at Zach Miller, or Zach Smith, or the fuck his name is, he's an attention whore. And looking at his interviews and what he's posted in the app since all that shit went down, I think a lot of people can put two and two together on that. But that's either here or there. I'm not going to talk much about details, about rest, and all that crap. So, Herbert Meyer is resigning or retiring. One of those two again. <laughs> what is he going to do? Again, again, I've said it five times already. I'll probably say it the sixth time, which is going to be right now. If there's any idea that he may come back to coaching, watch those hot seats get hotter at USC. 
LSU. I think LSU is a tough one. Maybe even Texas. If Tom Herman, who is a good coach right now, if he loses to that, that first game, I don't know who they play the first game of the year next year. If he loses that first game again, watch that seat get hotter. And if Urban Meyer's name pops up, watch it get hot, even more hotter. Lincoln Riley, if he takes off for the NFL, he might go one more year, take off for the NFL. Hey, let's go get Urban Meyer. Bring him down to Oklahoma. Devil's advocate? Is that, is that the way to put it? So Myers is, is gone after the Rose Bowl against Washington, which <clears throat> we've seen offenses that run right at Auburn, uh, at, at Auburn, at Ohio State. Don't really go very far. That's Michigan. That's Michigan State. Teams that play the spread system, they have a running game, they have speed. They give Ohio State a little issue, some issues. They got Maryland, Minnesota. Of course, they both lost, but they still gave Ohio State issues. Nebraska lost, gave Ohio State issues. So, I don't think it's going to be a good game. I'm rooting for Washington just because I'm a West Coast person. I think Ohio State may blow them out. We'll talk about that later on. We'll talk about the bowl games later. Got some other things I want to talk about. So, who replaces Urban Meyer? How about Ryan Day? That's right, the same Ryan Day who led him to a 3-0 start. Now, if you look at Ryan Day's career, there's some Chip Kelly in there. Some Chip Kelly. Ryan Day was a tight ends coach at New Hampshire. Chip Kelly was an offensive coordinator at the same time. He was a grad assistant at Florida. That's Urban Meyer in 05. But he also has two stints in the NFL. One with the Eagles as a QB coach, and one with the 49ers as a QB coach. Can we guess who was the head coach at both those stops? Is that Chip Kelly? Chip Kelly has a little fingerprint in the Big Ten right now. Ryan Day. And Scott Frost. Sorry, Scott Frost was the OC, co-OC, quarterback coach, receiver coach at Oregon when Chip was there. Where do you kind of think Scott kind of got the spread offense from? Because he didn't run it at Nebraska when he was playing. Hell no. That was, we're going to line up an eye. We're going to run option at you. We're going to run trap at you. We're going to run power at you. And then we're going to have Scott shot, put the ball down the field for 15 yards in a running catch. Next thing you know, it's. 21 nothing because you thought you were going to stop the run. <clears throat> now, it's, we're just going to spread you out. Maybe put a tight end in the backfield as an extra blocker. Maybe. And we're going to throw a whole bunch of motions at you and see which one you decide to choose to cover. And Ryan Day, I think, is going to do that. The only thing I have with Ryan Day, this is I've heard great praise about him. I understand. He, I believe he's a great coach. But I'm intrigued to see what he can do and the reason why i say that is you have to remember yes urban was suspended for those two three games for the games let me repeat that he was suspended for the games he was still able to have contact with the players still able to have contact with the coaches still able to run the practices still able to game plan but he couldn't coach the games. Now, I understand game plan and coaching are 5,000 different things. I understand that. I think Ryan Day is going to have a, a good career. And I think he's going to put his fingerprint on it. Everybody kind of understands that, hey, you were under Urban Meyer. You do Urban Meyer's way. You can't deviate. You can't put your thumbprint on it. You saw with Tom Herman when he left from Ohio State and went to the Houston job. That Houston job was his. And he put 
his attitude, his thumbprint on it, and he's doing the same thing in Texas. I think Ryan Day is going to be able to do the same thing. So it's going to be fun. I, I hate to say it. If Ryan Day wasn't coaching at Ohio State, I'd be rooting for him. I was kind of – some reason I like the guy. I don't know why. Because he coaches at Ohio State. I am interested to see what he does. I, I'm kind of interested to see if Urban is going to give him a little bit of reins, a little bit of space, a little bit of time, a little more input in the Rose Bowl. That'd be interesting to see. It'd be very interesting to see. Ryan Murray. Ryan Murray. <laughs> Ryan Day is new head coach at Ohio State. See if he continues. If, you know, if he's learned from Urban and if he'll bring Urban's. I don't think he'll continue Urban's fingerprint. I think he'll be a little bit of Urban, then you'll see Ryan Day. He may have to do a little bit of damage control because let's face it, if you're outside of Columbus, if you're not an Ohio State fan, you probably don't have the brightest of lights in opinion towards Meyer. All right, let's just face it. Everybody knows what his track record of Florida. Everybody knows this is the last offseason if you're a college football fan. You just don't probably have the best outlook on him. Unless, you know, if you're a Ohio State fan, if you're from Columbus, look at Woody Hayes. In Columbus, he's a god. Ohio State fans, he's a god. Outside, only thing they see is when he grabs his player's face mask and throws him around. Only thing they see is a guy who is a bully. Is Urban Myers going to be that way too? I guess we'll find out. In my book, great coach. Kind of a snake in the grass as well. I've known some people who have met him, and they kind of get a feeling that he's just a prick. I've never met him, so I'm just going off hearsay. Of course, it doesn't help that I'm not, again, not a huge Ohio State fan, not a huge Myers fan. He's a great coach. Can't argue what he's done. So Myers retires. Yeah, that rhymed. Ryan Day is the new head coach. USC, finally, apparently, from what I hear, from what I've heard, from what I've kind of read, has decided they are going to officially make Cliff Kingsbury their OC. Of course, who really knows <laughs> if that's true or not. That's going to be the fun thing. That's going to be fun to find out. Is it true? Is it just bullshit that we're hearing over and over and over and over again? Or is it the truth? Because I've heard some things. I've heard that he's going to L.A., but he's going to L.A. as a Ram in the offseason. He's not going to UCLA. Well, he might. Shit. Fuck, if I know Austin, he's going to L.A. He's going to L.A. apparently. But no one really knows where he's fucking going. Let me see if I can't find some solid official evidence that Cliff Kingsbury is going to USC. Or is it again a rumor? Love those rumors. Uh, I see nothing about Cliff Kingsbury. So we'll put that on the back burner because then I've heard something this morning on the radio. Uh, I think Rich Eisen talked about it on TV on his radio show. I'll listen. I'll watch him a little bit when I'm getting ready for work. Here's one report about Cliff Kingsbury. This one. And it is from Paul Casabon. From what is this? What is this newspaper? Corden and Bruce Feldman, they have come to an agreement. 
And that's just all it says. Is it true? I don't know. I think I've read the same fucking article last week when all this shit was going on. All the rumors are coming up. I just don't know. So, I mean, if that's the case, I talked about it earlier in the other podcasts. If USC can recruit and control the West Coast, Hawaii, California, Arizona, Las Vegas, because Las Vegas, yeah, I mean, Las Vegas is in Nevada. A lot of talent. Bishop Gorman, one, just to name one school in Vegas. He can control Vegas. The four three stars that come out of Oregon and Washington. Sneak couple from Texas. Sneak a couple from Alabama. Sneak a couple from Florida. Couple from Ohio. You put Cliff Kingsbury in there as an offensive coordinator, that offense is going to fucking soar. But will it happen? Who knows? It, it, it depends. I mean, again, it. This is like I said before. I think in episode one or two, the Pac-12 this doesn't give a fuck about football. There's a great article that came out by the Oregonian. It was a four-piece uh, part, and I forgot what the name of it was. But they're talking about the Pac-12 and all the bullshit that's going on in the Pac-12 with the higher-ups in the Pac-12 office. And I'm just not going to get into it. It's frustrating. And as a football fan, there's as a West Coast person, you know, I like the Pac-12. They represent the West Coast. We don't have three, four conferences in our area. We have one. We have the Pac-12 and the Mountain West. I'd like to see the Mountain West be representative with the AAC, the American Athletic Conference. Figure out Mountain West had three teams ranked in the top 25. And the reason why there's only two now is because Utah State lost to Boise State, and that was her second loss. Utah State lost two games. One game was to Michigan State, which granted they probably shouldn't have lost that game, but they did. And the Boise State Utah State game was pretty good for a little bit. But, anyways, I, I digress. So, reports have Clint Kingsbury going to USC. Awesome. Awesome, 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 awesome. Hey, do you like apparel and shit? Do you like hats, t-shirts, rash guards, sweatshirts, phone covers, and fucking comfortable tank tops? Then go to catharticapparel.com. That's catharticapparel.com. Yeah, if you're looking for some cool stuff, catharticapparel.com. Promo code MYCATHARSIS618 will get you free shipping. Again, that is MYCATHARSIS618 for free shipping on all orders. Go to catharticapparel.com for some pretty decent other stuff. I want to talk about this real quick. I thought it was really cool. Mike Gundy, the head coach at Oklahoma State. That's a whole different animal <laughs> for the most part. I'm partial to Oklahoma State. My old man went to Oklahoma State. Didn't play, but he after he got out of the service, he went there. But Mike Gundy sent a radio host in Oklahoma City a check for $250. The reason why he sent that check of $250 to this radio host, uh, let's see if I can find his name for you. Uh, last name is Benton. Rob Benton. Uh, WWLS Rob Benton. So, Rob, coming into this upcoming season, bet somebody that Oklahoma State would win eight games. Oklahoma State won six, unfortunately. So, word got to Gundy that Benton lost money for by losing two games or by not meeting the eight-game max or game minimum. 
So Gundy sent Ben a check for $250 to settle his debt. To settle Ben's debt. I'm going to read you what his letter said. So um, let me start from the beginning here. Gundy found out about the losing bet and sent Benton a letter and a personal check. The letter is pretty darn good. Quote from Gundy. I have many high school buddies who consume way too much alcohol, which leads to listening to talk radio. The rumor is you bet on our team and lost your money. We came up short, so I thought the manly thing to do is embrace or reimburse a guy for believing in our team. Thank you for your loyalty. And a $250 check was sent to him. From Gundy. Not from Oklahoma State. From Mike Gundy. I guess he could afford that, but... That's kind of cool. That's classy. It's funny. So I thought that was kind of cool. That was a cool little story I stumbled upon today. Wasn't looking for anything about Oklahoma State. Just stumbled upon it. And poof, there it is. That's cool. Hats off to Mike for that one. So what do we got going on? This So hopefully, I mean, this podcast, unfortunately, just the way Apple's working right now, they're fucking behind. And it's hard to predict the future. And so I'm going to do my best. Hopefully we can get this sent and edited and sent out to you guys before this weekend. I doubt it, but hopefully we can do it. <clears throat> Something I want to talk about is this weekend is an Army-Navy game. I'm, I watch it. I'm not going to fucking lie. I watch it. I love watching. I like watching football when I can. This weekend I had a hard time. Unfortunately, I just had to put lights up for my mom. Yes, I said for my mom. I don't do it for my house. I do it for my mom. But the Army-Navy game. That's exciting. I'm really excited to kind of see the uniforms. Yes, I know it sounds stupid and cliche and behold are you. I know. But Army's coming out with some really cool looking uniforms. That are... Uh made to honor the 1st Infantry Division. So they look really cool. They look sweet. They're all black. I think they're little pants black too. I think they're all black. I can't see the pants. They look all black. <laughs> but they're all black. Gold lettering or, or gold number on one right on the right shoulder. I don't know what collar is. Carbone is. is big red one. That's the nickname. They have a red one with a on a black shield. The helmets are black. It's really fucking sweet. It's really clean. It's really sweet. On the back, they have a, like a black and gray U.S. helmet. It's really cool. A helmet, a flag. It's really really cool. Um, it's probably one reason why I like the Army Navy, Army Navy game because they always come out with new uniforms specifically for this game, and that's awesome. The Navy, they are the away game or away team this year. I like their stuff, too. Going with the blue helmet. They got the goat. Um, Billy the goat. I don't know if his name is Billy. But they got the goat on the right side of their helmet and their number on the left side. Pretty much all white. It looks clean as well. It, it's I'm excited by that. It's, it's really nice looking. I got Army winning this week. Navy's having a really bad year. But I got Army winning this week. Ah. God, I honestly, honestly, God, I kind of feel like it's going to be a blowout. I hate to say that, but I feel, but I feel like it's going to be a blowout. 
It is December 8th on CBS. Goop channel to be on, I guess. They usually do a really good job at it in Philadelphia, I believe. Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific time start. So that that's cool. I'm excited for that game. I always am. I think it's uh, going to be a fun time. I mean, it's, it's Army-Navy. If you don't like old-school football, then fine. Don't fucking watch it. Josh Patz, dickhead. You don't know who that is. It's just a friend of mine who says he likes football, but he, he doesn't like high-scoring games. He doesn't like old-school football. And apparently, he doesn't like it when, when it's a 9-6 game either. So you can't make up his mind what he likes. I'm just bagging on him. You're a dick, Josh. What else? So now, let's get into the title of today's podcast, or this week's podcast. Bowl games. That's right, bowl games. All 683 of them. Or is it 687? I might have to look that up for you. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking bowl games. It's like normal. I'm actually going to go to the Frisco Bowl in Frisco, Texas on the 19th. Yeah, 19th. Again, San Diego State's going to be there. They are playing Ohio, so I am a homer. also get an opportunity to hook up with a buddy of mine, drink some good beer, hopefully. I don't know what's there. And I'll have a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to it. So we'll see how much fun that is. And honestly, guy, there might not be a podcast, or there might be, there should be a podcast. It just probably won't be all that great because I'll probably be really hungover and won't remember much. Since apparently there's some good uh, breweries there. Maybe I'll do a, a little bit of brewery talk. So, you know, what? I'm going to start from the bottom, work my way up. I know a lot of you guys probably don't give a shit about the other bowl games. I do. I am a college football fan. I will do everything within my power to watch those games if I can. Um, it's hard a lot of times just because a lot of them during the day. I work during the day. I don't have a television. If ESPN3 isn't working on my computer, which doesn't seem to want to work, then I miss the games. And I can't, unfortunately, just call in sick. Would love to, love to get an opportunity to call in sick and do it, but I can't. So I'm going to start from the bottom, work my way up, <clears throat> talk about as many of the games as I can, as I feel up to it. If I know anything about it, I'll give you my two cents. If I don't know a fucking thing about it, then I won't give you my two cents. Or you'll be hearing a lot of this as I look up shit <laughs> real quick. So I'm getting my information today from cbssports.com. Not calm. I don't know why I just did that. Uh, let's see what we got going on here. So, first game of... Oh, shit. Did I lose you? Nope. Okay. First game of the college football bowl game... Bowl season. College football bowl, college football bowl season. I cannot... So first bowl game, the New Mexico Bowl, December 15th in Albuquerque. If you haven't been to Albuquerque, I highly recommend it. If you are a beer fan, I highly recommend going to Albuquerque. They have some really good breweries. They have some really good beer. 
Marble Brewing, just to name one. Santa Fe Brewing, which actually is in Santa Fe, but they have a spot in Albuquerque, is another one. High and Dry Brewing is another one. Red Door Brewing is another one. I'm missing a whole bunch. I know. I am sorry that I can't remember off the top of my head, but there's a whole bunch of good breweries there. I highly recommend going there, have some good beer, because there's some good beer. I said for the 18,000th time, good beer. Want to go back badly. I really, really do. I want to go back. They should. I was hoping San Diego State would be going to this bowl game. I really, really was hoping they'd be going to this bowl game. So it gave me a reason to go back. <clears throat> so, New Mexico Bowl. We got Utah State and North Texas. North Texas so far has – they keep their coach? I think he's still there. I could be wrong. I might have to look that one up. North Texas 9-3, Utah State 10-2. They lost by nine points to Boise State in the, uh, the last game of the year. They lost uh, by seven points to Michigan State, who at the time was 11th. So if you look at the rankings at the time, even though they shouldn't, Michigan State was 11th. Like Notre Dame fans, well, so-and-so was ranked. Stanford was ranked when you faced them. They weren't ranked at the end of the season, they did. Uh, let's see. So Utah State, New, uh, North Texas. Awesome. I don't have any dog in that fight. I'm going to root for uh, Utah State. Um, I just think, well, they are going to. They do have a new coach. Well, no, I, I wonder if um, what's his face is going to be coaching that game. Uh, I wonder if he is. Gentleman Willis Wills Wells, who just went and signed with uh, this took the head coaching job at Texas Tech. Um, I do wonder if he's going to be coaching that game or if he just kind of took off. Uh, once that was signed, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't think anybody would be hurt if he did that. Um, so, well, I don't know. I don't know what he did. I don't know who's coaching. I don't know anything about who's taking over that spot at all. So, let's see. Next game, also on the 15th, is the Cure Bowl in Orlando. This is on CBS Sports Network. New Mexico Bowl is on ESPN. This is on CBS Sports Network. We have Tulane in Louisiana. Uh, yeah, that's about as far as we'll go with that one. <laughs> no, no, congratulations to Tulane. I mean, come on. who? How many people forgot that Tulane had a football program? I mean, they finished 6-6 six six this year. How many people forgot that they had a football program? It's a lot like Kansas. Kansas has hired somebody's offense coordinator. I forgot who it was. I'm not very good at this, if you haven't noticed. Uh, Louisiana, I think they're Lafayette. Yep, the Raging Cajuns, love them. Love their uniforms, love their name. They went 7-6 to six this year. They beat App State in the... What is this? Is they in the Sun Belt? That's Sun Belt, no? Yeah, Sun Belt. Next one. This one I'm intrigued by. This one I really am. I am intrigued by this one. The Las Vegas Bowl. You have Fresno State, the Mountain West champions, versus the Fighting Herms of Arizona State. I should just rename Arizona State the Fighting Herms. Remember, Herm doesn't like the devil, but he's going to. But he's coaching a school called the Sun Devils. So that's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a very fun game. Um, Fresno State, a solid team up front. They lost to Boise State earlier in the year, but they came back and they beat Boise State in the Mountain West Championship. 
Arizona State. I mean, who would have thought Arizona State would have a winning record right now? Everybody thought it was a joke. They're her men words. Took the head coaching job. Shit, I'm one of those people who thought it was a joke. That he's so out of touch and doesn't understand how things work. And yet, they go out there and they finish regular season. 7-5, yeah, it's not the best record. I understand that. I totally understand that. But when you are an underdog going into University of Texas San Antonio and you blow them out, then you beat Michigan State at your home, which again, Michigan State, I know they're in a bowl game. I'm, I'm, I hate to say, it, I think that ship sailed. But Arizona State, I mean, you beat teams you were supposed to beat. Any loss of teams that you were supposed to supposed to, minus Utah, you beat Utah at home. Then you came back against Arizona, your rivals, and beat them by one. I watched that game for a little bit. It was not pretty for a while. Then all of a sudden, poof, I get a text, dude, Arizona State beat Arizona. Now I look it up. So look at Fresno State. Fresno State, they did go to Minnesota. They did lose to Minnesota. They did beat UCLA before UCLA got on track. They beat Toledo. Uh, Toledo's usually got a decent team. They finished 7-5. No, they're in a bowl game this year as well. But you look at Fresno State. I mean, they lost to Boise in Boise way back in November, or first of November. They lost with seven points. In their rematch, they beat Boise by three in Boise. I think that's a push. I really do. And the reason why I think that is Arizona State, I think they're coming on. They're figuring things out. Again, they barely lost to Oregon. They did get beat by San Diego State by seven. That was a good game. I was at that game. That was a fun game from what I remember. I think now you're going to see if Herm can – well, I mean, they only have, they have two weeks. So it isn't like they have a whole month to prepare. I, I wondered about Herm with his NFL experience, if he's going to be able to, to know what to do for a whole month of preparation for one game. But he might be able to. So I think that game is going to be fun. It is in Las Vegas. Kind of wish San Diego State went to that one instead as well. Uh, all right. Also on the 15th, God, there's one, two, three, four, five games on the 15th. Also on the 15th of December, we have the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. Eastern Michigan versus Georgia Southern. I know jack shit, but either one of those teams. I know Eastern Michigan is in the MAC. Not that much. Uh, I know. What do I know? I know Georgia Southern. Don't they run the option? The wing T option? Yeah, I'm not very good at this sometimes. Sometimes. A lot of times, actually. I shouldn't say sometimes. I know they've been. I know Georgia Southern has been in the FBS for a couple of years now. And I think it's. I think they're still fairly new to it. They finished off nine and three this year. Michigan's Eastern Michigan seven and five. Um, Eastern Michigan does have a win over Purdue, who did beat Ohio State by twenty nine. Um, 
Georgia Southern doesn't really have that big win. They did get schwacked by Clemson. <laughs> they, they beat UMass. Who, I don't know if UMass is even bold. UMass went 4-8 this year. Um, they just got a new head coach. The old offensive coordinator from Florida State left Taggart in Florida State and went to UMass last time I heard. Eastern Michigan, they lost to San Diego State by three in San Diego. Oh, was that that game? No, it wasn't. I missed that game. I was going to be at that game. Never mind. Scratch that. Uh, no, Eastern Michigan, they went on a four-game losing streak. They lost to Buffalo. They lost to San Diego State. They lost to Northern uh, uh, Illinois. They lost to Western Michigan. But then they got on a roll again a little bit. Now, beat Toledo, beat Ball State. Lost to Army. Army's a really good team. Okay, let's just – Army is 9-2 this year. They could be – I think they're going to be 10-2 by the end of this weekend. So, we have Eastern Michigan – Georgia, Georgia Southern. Um, yeah, very know very little about them. Only thing I know about Georgia Southern is they used to run the wing T, kind of like the Army, Navy, and Air Force. I don't know if they still run that or not. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see on that. I'm going to go off of Eastern Michigan just because, looking at the um, resume. Just looking at the resume of what they have. I'm going to go with Eastern Michigan right now with that game. So, you know, with New Mexico Bowl, I'm going to go with Utah State. I'm backtracking a little bit so I can make a list. Cure Bowl, I'm going to go with Tulane on that one. I think Fresno State is going to beat Arizona State. I think it's going to be a good game, though. And I'm going to go with Eastern Michigan to beat – Georgia Southern. Also on the 15th, again, like I said there's several games on the 15th. And I'm only going to be able to see one, two. Oh, shit. I might have to call in sick that day. Next one, Appalachian State, who just lost to Middle Tennessee. No, Middle Tennessee is a different program. I'm a moron. Have we not figured that out yet? So we got Appalachia State, who just lost their head coach. Going to, he's going to Louisville. They are playing Middle Tennessee State, who won their conference, Conference USA. Now, again, it comes down to is their head coach going to be, I think it's Satterfield? Is he going to be on the sideline? Is he going to be able to coach that game? Is he even want to coach that game? That's interesting to see. They finished ten and two this year. They did. Oh, they beat the Raging Cajuns. I'm sorry. I apologize. They beat the Raging Cajuns. They almost beat Penn State. They beat Georgia Southern or lost to Georgia Southern. Well, the other side, Middle Tennessee is eight and five, and they lost to UAB. No, I'm also just fucked up with my information. I apologize for that. <clears throat> I think it comes down to. Does App State have their have Coach Satterfield? Satterfield. I'm probably butchering his name. I'm not saying it right, and I apologize. I think if he's going to be on the sideline, they win this game. If he's not on the sideline, I they still they still probably win that game. That's my thought on it. <clears throat> And that is on ESPN. So every game minus Las Vegas and the Nemesco Bowl, 
are on ESPN. Las Vegas is on ABC and the Mexico Bowl is on the, I'm sorry, Cure Bowl is, uh, is the only other game that's not on ESPN. Uh, let's run down these real quick so you guys don't listen to me ramble on about shit I don't really know about. Uh, Boca Raton Bowl, UAB, Northern Illinois. I'm going to go with Northern Illinois in that one. I just feel like they, they're they always tough. Uh, UAB, great season for them. They won their conference. Um, great. And this is what there's that story is just awesome. You, you look at a, a school that didn't have football. It was canceled out of the blue. People rallied together, raised money. And it's been two or three years, and they're back. They got football back. No hats off to them, and, and they, they win the Conference USA Championship over Middle Tennessee State. Congratulations to them. I, I my hats off to them. I'm, I'm rooting for them. Um, there was actually this kind of a team that I thought about going to when I was younger. Uh, my dad took me there many years ago when I was, when I was, I was a kid. We went to Birmingham, Alabama. Couldn't tell you why the hell we were there, but we went there, and that's kind of like UAB. They were my team when NCAA football that year. Before Crybaby, what's his face, decided to sue, and now we don't have NCAA football. Yeah, sports. That sucks. Anyways, I digress. So, uh, Northern Illinois, they beat Buffalo by one in the MAC championship. I'm still going to go with Northern Illinois. I'm going to root for UAB, but I'm going to go for Northern Illinois on that one. The Frisco Bowl, Ohio and San Diego State. Who the fuck do you think I'm going to root for? Now, Ohio, I kind of like Ohio. And the reason why I like Ohio is because their head coach, who now all of a sudden slipped my mind, Frank Solich. There we go. Frank Solich has ties to Nebraska. Being a Nebraska fan, we've gone over this a couple times. And he's been there since he got canned at Nebraska unceremoniously. And he's built a pretty damn good program there. But I am going to have to go against him. If he was facing almost anybody else, I would not. But I am rooting for the San Diego State University. Go Aztecs. Even though they really haven't played all that great the last several weeks. They, uh, they man. Oh. They're the reason why I drink when I go watch them play. There's just no offensive butts. They... They kill me. They barely beat beat Eastern Michigan. Nothing against Eastern Michigan, by the way. Barely beat them. They have issues with San Jose State. I think San Jose State has won two games this year. Let me get one game. San Jose, San Jose State has won one game this year. It was against Hawaii, who San Diego State fucking lost to in overtime. Then San Diego State, before that, two weeks before, before that, played UNLV Rebels. We're four and eight, and they beat San Diego State. It's a fucking Jackal and Hyde team. Way back in October, the first week weekend in October, San Diego State goes to Boise, beats Boise State, who's ranked in the top 20. They beat them 19-13. They struggle against Air Force, struggle against San Jose State, lose to Nevada, well, they shouldn't have. They should have beaten Nevada soundly. Nothing against Nevada. Then Nevada is getting on the right track. They go to New Mexico. Was that the game? Don't remember much of it because we didn't make it because well, couldn't see straight. Barely beat New Mexico. 
Lose at UNLV, lose at lose Fresno State, lose to Hawaii. Three straight bowl, three three state losses. San Diego State should not have lost a single game on Stanford game. And I'll give you maybe the Fresno State game. I'll give you Fresno State. That I I think they could have lost that game, but they should have won that game. Every, every other game they should have won. They should be 10 and 2 right now. But they're not. They're fucking 7 and 5. That's my bitch about that. <laughs> uh, and that is on ESPN, December 19th. December 20th, we have one bowl game on that day. Um, the Gasparilla Bowl. Not on Marshall, South Florida. Does anybody really care? Unless you're South Florida fans. Fred Marshall had a team. Oh, wait, that was just the movie. Never mind. Uh, the Fighting Charlie Strongs. The South Florida started off great. I think they've kind of petered off. Unfortunately, they, the big game that everybody was hoping for was UCF and South Florida. I don't think it really turned into much of a game, unfortunately. Who should we go with on this one? That's a tough one. Because uh, Marshall, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what Marshall even did this year. Again, with all these smaller schools, it's hard to decide because I just I haven't seen them play. Not many people have outside of their local area. USF has lost five straight. And they are not close. The closest one they have is a 10-point loss to Temple. So they started, they won seven straight, and then they lost five straight. Now they had had to face uh, Marshall, who Zane four. Ooh, that's a... Mm. I'm going to go with USF turning around. I think the Charlie Strongs are going to turn it around. Next game in the Bahamas, December 21st on ESPN, Toledo and FIU. Couldn't tell you. I'm just going to throw a name out there and see what sticks. I'm going to go with FIU on that one. Why? I don't know. The Idaho Potato Bowl in Boise. We got BYU and Western Michigan. So we got the 28-year-olds going up against 19-year-olds. Say so BYU finished off the season six and six. I mean, they did have a game. They did have a win against Arizona. Who Arizona's trying to get their feet underneath them. They did lose to California. They did beat Wisconsin and Wisconsin. Uh, but they they beat teams they were supposed to, and they lost the teams that they were supposed to. Minus the Wisconsin game. I don't even know how what Western Michigan finished their regular season at seven of five, but they beat Northern Illinois. I think that's a tough one. That is going to be a tough game. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, what? I'm gonna go with Western Michigan. I was originally leaning towards BYU, but I think Western Michigan is gonna is gonna pull it off. I really, really do. Next one, December 22nd at Birmingham, the Birmingham Bowl. Memphis and Wake Forest. Look at Wake Forest coming in. Look at them. Getting bowl eligible. Congratulations to them. When was the last time they were bowl eligible? <laughs> they finished season six and six. How did they finish last year? No, they made five last year. Okay, never mind. I'm taking back my congratulations, Wake Forest. You've been bowl eligible. So never mind. I'm a moron. Make your 6-6 six six this year. Yeah, you beat your rivals, blue, the Duke Blue Devils. And you beat North Carolina State. That was a good game. We're watching that one. Can your defense hang up, hang out with uh, Memphis? Memphis can score. 
I mean, I see a lot of 30s, see a lot of 50s. There's a couple 20s in there. But they can score. I don't know about the defense, though. Memphis came off the loss UCF, 56-41 in the American Championships. American Conference Championship, or American Athletic Conference. Man, in Birmingham. I'm going to go with Memphis on this one. I think I'm going to do Memphis. I think Memphis is going to pull off the upset just because I don't really have faith in Wake Forest at the time. Um, Armed Forces Bowl, we have Army in Houston. That's also on the 22nd. That's going to be in Texas on ESPN. Army in Houston. Yeah. Well, Houston isn't going to have Ed Oliver. I talked about that last time. I, think, I don't think they're going to be able to stop Army. I'm going to go with Army on this one. I think Army is going to run right at them, and they're just not going to have an answer for them. Period. We're going Army with that one. Next one. What else have we got? We got we're, getting, we're getting to the nitty-gritty of the big games, people, games that people still don't care about, <laughs> such as the Dollar General Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, Buffalo versus Troy. Troy still has their head coach. Beat Nebraska. When Nebraska's trying to figure this shit out. Finish off on a high note. Buffalo goes into the MAC championship. I know they lost to Northern Illinois. That's on ESPN in Mobile. I'm going to go with Troy because Buffalo has to travel further. Uh, I can't really blame the weather or anything. I'm just going to go with Troy. Troy doesn't have to go very far on that one. Hawaii Bowl. Hawaii versus Louisiana Tech, December 22nd, also on ESPN. Uh, I'm going to go Louisiana Tech. I'm not even going to get deep into that. It's Louisiana Tech. First Responders Bowl in Texas, December 26th. December 26th, we have Boston College and Boise State. I think that's going to be like a 9-6 to six game. I think it's going to be another good offense that Boston College has to face against. That's going to be tough. You know what? I think Boston College has kind of struggled this year towards the end. I rooted for them. They went in that Clemson game. I just think after that Clemson game, they've kind of taken a step back. I mean, they've lost three straight. I mean, granted, one was Clemson. Another loss was Syracuse. But that was not close. <clears throat> I hate to do it. I originally leaned towards Boston College. But I'm going to go with Boise State. I think Boise State's a little upset that they lost in overtime to Fresno State. And um, I think they're, I think Boise State is going to beat them. I really do. Next one, Minnesota and Georgia Tech. Now, how is that Georgia Tech team going to play? Paul Johnson has decided to retire. It's a quick lane uh, bowl game, December 26th, December 26th in Detroit. 5.15, all Eastern time on ESPN. Two questions. How is Georgia Tech going to react? How is Minnesota going to play? And what I'm saying about that is Minnesota – 
they they've been kind of Jekyll and Hyde all year long, in my opinion. Are they gonna be able to hang with the Georgia Tech team? Now they have what almost a month to prepare for that option attack that they that Georgia Tech loves playing. But at the same time, how is Georgia Tech gonna react? Their head coach just retired. Is he gonna coach this bowl game or is he done completely? That's my question. I don't know that answer. I guess I could look it up, but I don't feel like looking it up right now. I'm trying to get through these bowl games and maybe I'll tackle on it a little bit. I think I tackled on it a little bit in the last episode. But Georgia Tech, I mean, how are they going to react? They can't. They're seven to five this year. They got smoked by Georgia. They went into that game on a four-game winning streak. They beat Virginia Tech, who I don't think is bowl eligible. They beat North Carolina, who well, Virginia Tech is bowl eligible. They beat North Carolina, who well, we all know fired their coach. And when I got Mac Brown, they beat Virginia, who again another Jekyll and High team. Minnesota, on the other hand. They gave Ohio State a run for the money. They go into Nebraska, get blown out. They beat Indiana. They lose to Illinois, though, in the following week. They beat Purdue by a lot. They fucking blew Purdue out, 41-10. Lose to Northwestern by 10. Going to Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, in Madison, blew Wisconsin out, 37-15. That's a tough one to call. The only thing I got for you is... Minnesota only has to travel to Detroit. Georgia Tech has to travel. But that's it. It's indoor. The game will be indoor. So there's no weather involved. That's a tough one. Fucking hell, that's a tough one. I can't tell you. I, I know, I'm gonna. I'm going to shoot and go. F- I think Minnesota. I think it's going to be Minnesota on this one. I don't know why. I'm just kind of stuck and trying to figure out who that one, who's going to win that one. So I'm going to go Minnesota. All right, next game we got. Oops, I lost it. There it is. How about TCU versus Cal in the Cheese It Bowl in Phoenix? Wow, they are stretching for names. Cal, another decent year. The only problem with Cal is they just, again, they can't seem to stay on the ball and win consistently. That's kind of the issue I have with, with Cal. Um, so, eh. That's a tough one. That's a real tough one. I mean, TCU, Calfe 7-5. TCU didn't have the year they expected. They're 6-6 six six injuries. I understand that. Cal said they were up and down. They beat teams that they weren't supposed to. They lost the teams they weren't supposed to, like Arizona. They beat North Carolina, which is the same much. They beat BYU. I am going to hate saying this, but I am – I'm going to go with TCU. I think TCU is going to pull this one out. I hope it's not true, but I think TCU is going to win it. Next one, we have Temple and Duke in the Independence Bowl. That's an intriguing matchup. Temple and Duke. Very intriguing matchup. We got Duke finishing off 7-5. We had Temple finishing off 8-4. It's a very intriguing matchup. I think Temple, their coaching staff has got them playing well. Duke, it's Duke. I think they're, I think, honestly, God, I think they're even. The only way, only reason why I'm going to go with Duke is I think Duke has faced stiffer competition. That's the only reason why I'm going to go with Duke on this one. I think it's actually a push on who wins, but I'm going to go with Duke. Wisconsin versus Miami. I feel like I've seen this before. I don't know why. That's in the Pinstripe Bowl. Neither team came out and did. Jack shit this year, and they both struggled. Miami was supposed to be a top-ten team. 
They struggled against um, fuck are those two LSU that's right. Struggled against LSU. They did finish off the East season seven of five, but losing to Virginia, losing to Boston College, losing to Duke in a thunder in a fucking monsoon, losing to Georgia Tech. They did come on and beat Pitt, who already had the, that part of the division wrapped up before Clemson game. Wisconsin's coming off a loss, coming off an embarrassing loss, in my opinion, to Minnesota. Nothing take away, I don't want to take anything away from Minnesota, but come off an embarrassing loss to Minnesota, a 37-15 thumping by Minnesota. If you look at Wisconsin losses, minus the BYU game, which they lost 24-21, Wisconsin got thumped, 38-13 Michigan, 31-17 Northwestern, 22-10 Penn State, 37-15 Minnesota. It's in New York. If there's something to be said, it is going to, probably going to be weather going on. I mean, it, what, this game is on December 27th. Can Miami battle the weather and Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor should be in New York, by the way, for a Heisman Trophy. He, should, he just should be. He should be invited, but that's another, <clears throat> I'll talk about that later or earlier. I'm going to go with Miami on this one. I, I ah, Yeah, I'm going to go with Miami. The reason why I'm going to go with Miami is because they face Pitt. They shut down Pitt. Yes, it was in Miami. Pitt likes to run the ball, do the play action. I'm going to go with Miami on this one. If the weather kicks up, I might have to change my my pick. Baylor and Vanderbilt in the Texas Bowl, December 27th. Congratulations to Baylor. I mean, that's just congratulations to them getting out of that bullshit that Mark Brile – and uh, was a girl who, who was there for a little bit as well. Getting them out of there. Getting them to a, a bowl game. Congratulations to Baylor. They're playing the Vanderbilt team who did beat Tennessee. But a Baylor, but Baylor's pretty good. I, don't, I, don't, I think Baylor's got a lot of up to it. I really do. I think Baylor has a lot of upside to them. The same record. You can say, well, Vanderbilt's in the SEC. You know what? Just because of that, just because Vanderbilt is in the SEC, I am going to go with Baylor just to be that person. That is who I'm going to root for. Well, probably won't root for him, but I am going to shoot and say Baylor wins that game. Music City Bowl. The Finding, oh, we thought we are better than who we thought we were against the, oh, shit, we're keeping our head coach. That'd be Auburn and Purdue. Auburn, their quarterback's already come on and said he's going to the NFL draft. So who knows if he'll even participate in the Music City Bowl. Purdue, well, we've kind of talked about Purdue. They got their head coach, so there's stability there. Purdue has a magnificent receiver slash running back slash slot back slash let's just give him the ball 120 times a game and see what happens. And Rondell Moore, whatever the name is. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I wonder how much Auburn wants to be there. We've seen it before. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. But this is Purdue. Purdue is not a bad team. So let's just throw that out of the window. Purdue is not a bad team. I want Purdue to win, but I think Auburn's going to pull it off. That is December 28th on ESPN. Golly, the games are on ESPN. <clears throat> Next one. The Camping World Bowl in Orlando. I don't like that stadium. West Virginia versus Syracuse. Ooh, West Virginia. We haven't talked about you guys yet. 
But Dana Holmgren basically is coming out and saying he wanted the Texas Tech job. Why he was still the head coach of West Virginia. And the Texas Tech job went somewhere else, and now he's still West Virginia. How much longer do you think he's going to stay? I mean, it was a terribly held secret that he wanted to go to the Texas Tech. He wanted that job. And now he's not. Now he doesn't get it. Wells goes there from, from Utah State, and now he's got a coach. How much do you think he lost his players? Did he lose his players? Will Greer is going to be gone. Is he going to play? Is he going to forego that game, maybe play in the Senior Bowl, maybe not? Haven't heard anything yet. I figured we'll find out in the next couple of weeks. That is December 28th. We'll know probably. I'll see by the weekend. If we haven't heard anything by the week, by this weekend, people are going to stay. So I'm going to go with Syracuse in this one. I, I think West Virginia is going to put up points, and so is Syracuse. I think you're going to. See, I think it's going to be the first one 80. Yes, I said 80. The next game, the Alamo Bowl. How about this matchup? Iowa State, Washington State. Iowa State, you disappointed me. I was so rooting for you. I really was. You dropped the ball a couple times for me, Iowa State. But you did come back. You came back to beat Kansas State. You struggled against Drake, though. I know it was a makeup game, I guess. I'm assuming. I don't know why the hell you played Drake during the championship weekend. And you struggled. Your defense is solid. Can they hang with Washington State? I would love to say yes, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I would love to root for you, but I just don't think you got what it takes to beat Washington State right now. Just yet. And I hope Campbell stays there. I really, really do. I hope Campbell – Matt Campbell? I hope he stays there. I hope he coaches there. I hope he doesn't move on. I mean, his name came up a lot last year. This kind of hasn't come up much this year. Not as much as it came up last year, which is good for you. But also, I mean, he's he's now going to be antsy to take a step to a bigger program. But hopefully he doesn't. Hopefully he stays there. He seems like a loyal guy. Hopefully he stays there for a lot longer until that big-name conference comes up. I'm sorry, that big-name team comes up. So we'll see what happens there. Um, the Belk Bowl, 29th in Charlotte. That is usually a very boring bowl game. South Carolina versus Virginia. Um, I'll go South Carolina on that one. I don't have anything to say about them. <laughs> the Arizona Bowl, December 29th, Nevada and Arkansas State. Uh, congratulations to Nevada. They have struggled over the last several years. So, hats off to them. I don't know if they can continue it. I hope they can. But, okay, I mean, first off, congratulations to them. Seven of five, I believe they struggled. Don't, I think they won one or two games last year. Uh, that's a tough one. I mean, they, they played Boise State real tough. They still lost. But um, Arkansas State or Boise or, or, or uh, Nevada. Now, I'm gonna go with the upset. I think I'm gonna go with Nevada on this one. It's probably gonna be Arc State because Arc State usually has a pretty good team. But I'm gonna go with Nevada on that one. Uh, military Bowl, Cincinnati versus VTech. VTech, who struggled to get to 6-6, six and six, who lost to Old Dominion. Are they really going to be into playing Cincinnati? Luke Fickles. I'm going to go Cincinnati. This is it. I'm just going to go out there and say Cincinnati is going to beat them outright. Should they? No. No, they should not. That's it. But they're going to. 
in my own humble opinion. I'll probably probably be wrong on this one. This is probably what I'm stretching for. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I just, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. I mean, you lost Old Dominion. You guys haven't played well all year long. Cincinnati's lost two games against Temple and UCF. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with Cincy. I'm going to stay with Cincy on that one. I mean, you look at, I mean, Virginia Tech did beat, Blue, did beat, did beat Duke. They beat a bad North Carolina team. They did come back and beat Virginia. That was a rivalry game, though. I'm still going to stick with Cincinnati. Almost done, ladies and gentlemen, or people. Uh, the Red Box game. <laughs> Red Box, really? Actually, it's here. In Santa Clara, California. That's going to be on Fox on December 31st. Has Michigan State versus Oregon. Oof. Michigan State's offense is anemic. So I wonder how we're going how that's gonna work. I really do. I wonder. I, can they stop the spread system? They stopped Nebraska. That was in a snowstorm. Ohio State eventually got going due to fuck ups by Michigan State's offense. I just think Michigan State isn't as good as people were hoping. I was hoping. I was hoping they're gonna be good. I was hoping they were gonna vie for the Big Ten Eastern Conference. Or division, I'm sorry. But they didn't. Well, not by Michigan for the most part. Barely. Did they beat Penn State? I don't think they lost. I don't think they beat Penn State. I'm going to go with Oregon. I think Michigan State may pull it off. But I am going go to go with Oregon on this one. Next one. Liberty Bowl. Missouri versus Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, we talked about you earlier. Love you guys. But I I think Missouri is going to pull that one off. I think Missouri might be ranked. I also think that's going to be a high-scoring game and probably the first one to 30. First one is 40. First one is 60. Fuck it. The first one that scores 100 points is going to win. I don't think Missouri's defense is as good as people think it is. Oklahoma State's defense, we know, isn't as good as we think it is. Oklahoma State's offense kind of becomes anemic sometimes. Hence, you see in their losses. But you see, when they step up and they play magnificent, they're a tough team to beat. They should not be 6-6 six and six this year, but they are. Missouri... Uh, I, I'm not going to sit here and go, because you're in the SEC, you should be dominant. Eh, you have your own issues. You finish 8-4. Uh, I mean, it looks like you're averaging over 30 points a game almost, and your wins. Man, I'm kind of changing my story, looking at who they faced, who they've lost to. I mean, they beat a very overrated Florida game, team. Struggle against Vanderbilt. Did blow out Tennessee, which is a different story. They're Playing to Arkansas, which apparently Kelly Bryant's going to Arkansas. By the way, surprised there wasn't a big ESPN show about it. Ah, man, it's a tough one. I think I'm gonna still go with Missouri. I'm gonna stick with Missouri, but hope for uh, Oklahoma State. The Holiday Bowl. Usually I go to that game, but I don't feel like going this year. <laughs> Northwestern, Utah. Northwestern, great year, but you have not yet. You have you didn't. Northwestern, great year, but you did not win a single non-conference game, and you're not going to win this one. I got Utah. I don't think Utah played their best game against Washington. That's why they're in the Holiday Bowl in the story. The Tax Slayer Bowl, same day, half an hour later. Oh, actually, the Holiday Bowl is finally not going to be at 7 o'clock Pacific time. Usually at 7 o'clock Pacific time, 
And people don't understand that when the sun goes down, San Diego gets fucking cold. I mean, fucking cold. I mean, not as cold as Northwest or Northeast or, or more or the Midwest or Northwest, that fact. But it gets fucking cold, all right? It just does. Shit. Let me have to go to San Diego. Let me to go to San Diego for Christmas. Ugh. Anyways, Dax Slayer Bull in Jacksonville at 7.30. Texas A&M, NC State. I don't believe Texas A&M should be ranked. I think they are going in the right direction. I wonder how long that's going to last since Jimbo Fisher did the same thing at Florida State and then put his head up his ass along with his thumb and took his ball and went home. But I think a and going to go out and beat. I think they're going to win. I think they'll beat NC State. Um, NC State beat North Carolina barely. I think it was an overtime game. So I'm going to go with a and You saw that they can put over 70 points on a pretty damn good defense. In LSU. Next one, December 31st, the Sun Bowl in El Paso, Texas. 2 p.m. Pittsburgh and Stanford. Two old school teams. That's going to be the first team to score a touchdown should win. I'm going to go Stanford on that one, even though I don't think Stanford is as good. Um, I know Pitt probably reeling a little bit from getting schwacked by Clemson, but I'm going to go Stanford on that one. Uh, the Outback Bowl, Mississippi State and Iowa. I think that's going to be a defensive struggle. Mississippi State, apparently they forgot that there's a little thing called the forward pass. But when you have a 6'6 running back that's over 200 pounds and he's actually playing quarterback, you got speed and all that shit. Huge possibility. This is Outback Bowl, January 1st in Tampa as a noon start. Um, I like Iowa. I just Iowa's kind of been up and down all year long. They struggled second half against Nebraska. I'm going to go Mississippi State on that one. <clears throat> the Citrus Bowl, same day, in Orlando at 1 p.m., Kentucky at Penn State. That's his, It's Penn State. Kentucky, you guys had a magnificent year. Magnificent year. You shouldn't be ranked in the top 20. You are not a top 25 team. You're not one of the top 25 teams in the country. Penn State, I have a hard time believing you are right now, but I think you're going to come off and pull this one off against Kentucky. Kentucky, I think you guys are on the up, I hope. I really do. And you guys have been the doormat for a very long time. So, good luck there. So, we're going to finish off right here. The Selection Committee Bowl Games. That is the Peach Bowl. That is the Fiesta Bowl. That is the Rose Bowl. That is the Sugar Bowl. Not the playoffs, but those bowl games. We're going to start off December 29th. The Peach Bowl in Atlanta. Noon start. Florida versus Michigan. Oh, wow. I don't think Florida should be here. I don't believe Florida should be in the top 12. I don't think Florida should be in the top 10. I think they're very overrated. And I think Michigan is going to come out. They got smacked hard against Ohio State. Their season ended because of how badly they played against Ohio State. So I wonder which Michigan team is going to show up. Are they going to come in with a chip on their shoulder pissed? Or are they going to come in with a dog that's been beaten down? I'm going to go with Michigan just because of all the crap I just talked about in Florida. Now, if Florida proves me wrong, perfectly fine. Then I'll, I'll eat my own words. But I think Michigan's going to run out of Florida. They're going to lean on Florida. Florida's got speed, but I still believe they're overrated. I'm going to go with Michigan on that game, in that game. <clears throat> I'm not going to give you guys scores on any of these because I don't know. January 1st, the Fiesta Bowl. LSU versus UCF. Also on ESPN at 1 p.m. Yeah, I should go to that game. It's in Arizona. Oh, man. LSU, couple of LSU players have already come out and said, no, nah, they're not going to play. 
So it's already given people built-in excuses. But you forget, people. Milton's hurt, and I don't think he's going to be cleared by that game. I could be wrong. I don't think he's going to be cleared by that game. Unless I'm hurt, it's still internal damage in his knee. UCF is going to go in there with a bigger chip on their shoulder. LSU on paper, if you listen to all the experts, should blow UCF out on a bad day. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm rooting for UCF. I want UCF to make a statement. Because after all the shit they've talked the last two seasons, they lose this game, they're just going to it's gonna look bad. I wonder how they're going to do next year. But that's for a later story. LSU-UCF. Will we have another 78-76 game? Will LSU even want to be there? I mean, it's one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't things. But they can make a statement by beating UCF because they're going to have a couple of their starting players out because they want to prepare for the NFL. They can make a statement for next year. Ed Orgeron can make a statement for next year. I know a lot of people are going to be rooting for UCF. I'm going to be one of them. Everything tells me UCF is going to win, but I'm going to, shoot. I'm going to say LSU. I think LSU is going to pull this one out. <clears throat> I wish I could watch the first quarter and then make that prediction because you don't know what LSU is going to show up. Is LSU like Auburn going to show up and kind of think we'll roll over UCF and all of a sudden, oh, shit, it's a game. That was too late or what? January 1st, the Rose Bowl. We're almost done here, ladies and gentlemen. Trust me. The Rose Bowl, Ohio State versus Washington. I don't think this is going to be a game. I want Washington to win for obvious reasons that we've talked about in the past. The last game at Ohio State for Urban Meyer until he decides to come back after Dave moves on because he's resigning instead of retiring. I think Ohio State's going to blow up Washington. Uh, I don't what we've seen. I mean, Washington did beat Oregon. Oregon has a lot of team speed. Ohio State has got better players than Oregon, and they have a lot of team speed. So I am going to go with Ohio State. I'm going to root for Washington, but I'm r- sh- sure that Ohio State's going to win. How sure am I so sure that I just thought about changing my answer? Because Washington barely beat Oregon, or actually barely lost to Oregon. I'm sorry, they lost to Oregon. Barely lost to Oregon. <clears throat> And we have seen Ohio State have issues with the spread and speed, which Washington does not have. So everything I just said, throw out the fucking window. Ohio State's still going to hold on to that because Washington plays like Michigan, run at you. You can't do that with Ohio State. So it's going to be Ohio State. Robert Myers is going to get his first Rose Bowl victory. Sugar Bowl, Georgia versus Texas. This is a statement game for Georgia. Georgia goes out there and loses to Texas and all that talk after they lost to Alabama. How they should be in the four best, in the four top four team, best teams in the country. La 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 la. Prove it. Go out there against Texas, who shouldn't fucking be there. Okay, this is face going into this year. Texas looked like it should not be in the Sugar Bowl. It should be in the Alamo Bowl. But they played so well and they got their rankings out. They beat teams they were supposed to. They upset Oklahoma once. They're now in the Sugar Bowl. So Georgia, this is your time. Put up or shut up. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you go out there and you get beat by Texas, all that bullshit you talked after the Alabama game is going to be thrown right back in your fucking face. Simple enough. If Georgia, if that Georgia team that comes out against Alabama plays this game, then Kirby Smart doesn't blame his players for fuck-ups like he did during the fake punt, Georgia's going to win this game. Playoff time. Cotton Bowl. Clemson, Notre Dame. I think Clemson's going to pull that one off. I just haven't seen enough of Notre Dame to really be, have confidence with Notre Dame. So I'm going to go with Clemson on that one. This one, 
the Orange Bowl. This is the one I'm looking forward to. Not an Alabama fan. Not an Oklahoma fan. I'm less of an Oklahoma fan than I am an Alabama fan. I truthfully, God's honest truth, I believe Oklahoma should be ranked third. I think they should be playing Clemson and Notre Dame should be playing Alabama. The reason why I say that is because Oklahoma has another has that 13th game and Notre Dame has 12 and it's had the extra week to rest and recoup. I think they should be playing Alabama. <clears throat> I think Notre Dame should be ranked third. That's just me. What do I know? Or should Notre Dame should be ranked fourth and Oklahoma should be ranked third. Oklahoma doesn't have the championship defense. Really? That's your argument? The championship pedigree. That's it. <sighs> Let's see. Who plays in Alabama? That's going to be tough. Who plays? Is it Tua or is it Hurts? If Hurts plays, I got Oklahoma all day long. If Tua plays and he's healthy, I'm going to go with Alabama. But I don't have the luxury right now. They say he's going to be ready. He'll be ready in two weeks to start practicing. Tua. You know, I'm going to go with the upset. I really am. I can't believe I'm saying this. I cannot believe I'm saying this. Oklahoma's going to upset Alabama. It's going to be like a 50-something to 40-something game. Then you're going to see Oklahoma versus Clemson in the national championship in Santa Clara on January 7th at 8 p.m. Oh, man, that's going to pain me. This is going to hurt so bad to say. I think Clemson might win, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say Oklahoma wins. I don't know why. Since his rankings have come up, I've, I've been looking at Oklahoma more. Now I'm talking about it. I might be losing my mind, which is a huge possibility. <clears throat> but I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb. Right here, right now, I'm going to say Oklahoma wins the national championship, as much as I don't want to say that. God, I think I hate Oklahoma more than Alabama. <laughs> I do hate Oklahoma more than Alabama. God, Alabama. If Oklahoma and Clemson. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so tough. Well, I don't like any, any of these four teams. It's so fucking tough. Those like teams I don't want to win. Like Oklahoma, I don't want to win. Notre Dame, I don't want to win. Clemson, I don't want to win. Alabama, I don't want to win, but not as much. So I'm going to go Oklahoma. Yes, I am. I think Oklahoma, dumb decision. I think if they get past Alabama, they're going to win. Dumb idea. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. They'll probably get smashed into Alabama because it's Saban. Saban, you give Saban a fucking month. He'll scheme and he'll prepare that team. And Oklahoma may be like what Clemson into Ohio State a couple years ago and blank them. It might happen. Oklahoma might go into that Orange Bowl against Alabama and get blanked. Huge possibility. Because Saban is fucking magnificent at prepping when he has so damn long to prep. I think Oklahoma's offense is really good. I think we saw the defense make a tiptoe in the right direction against Texas for Oklahoma. They did not play bad against Texas. They've come up with timely turnovers and scooping scores and pick sixes. If Hurts plays, he's accessible to making bad mistakes. We've seen it in the past. Alabama, we're going to see Alabama face probably the best offense they've faced in some time since Clemson beat them two years ago. Three years ago, whatever it was. So that's my that's my selection. I think Oklahoma's gonna win that game. So that is my rant and raving for this episode, the bull episode. We talked about Myers. We talked about Dave. We talked about Kingsbury. We talked a little bit of Army Navy. My Gundy did. 
Spent a long time on the Bulls. I am sorry for being long-winded like I normally am. I know a lot of these Bull games people don't give a fuck about. But there's people like me who do. And there's some of these games I just don't know much about. Like North Texas, I don't know anything about you. And your head coach is one of those coaches that people want. Tulane, Louisiana. I know Louisiana. You're the Raging Cajuns. Eastern Michigan, Georgia Southern. I know Georgia Southern what they used to. Run the wing T. Our uh, option, the wing option. Eastern Michigan, you gave San Diego State a run for the money in San Diego. Appalachian State, I know you almost beat Penn State. San Diego State, I know you're making me gray and older every time I fucking watch you. So there's those games out there I don't fucking know, and I wish I did, but I don't. But I'm rambling on for almost an hour and a half now. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this particular podcast about the bowl games. Please check us out at our new Twitter handle. No, I had to fucking figure it out for you. He says, we just made it today. Uh, it is, because I can't spell worth a shit. It is the C-P-O-S cast, at C-P-O-S cast. That is at the letter C, the letters P-O-S cast. And that is on Twitter. And hopefully we'll have some Twitter uh is going up for you guys in the near future hopefully we'll be able to get this published and sent to itunes before it starts before poll season starts right now itunes is telling me there's a 10 day lag so we've had issues with the first episode so i don't know if this is the first second or third episode hopefully it comes out as being the third and i'll think you're just kind of behind i apologize for that working on some other things for you guys hopefully that's not College football related, kind of doubt it. I'm trying to. I know I want to talk a little bit, a little bit of NHL later on, the expansion team, shit like that. I'm not an NBA fan, so I'm probably going to be talking NBA. Might have a little college basketball. Try to do some other things. Trying to get a couple of guests on here that you guys don't know, but I think they're interesting. Hopefully you guys will like them. So please go to Twitter at C-P-O-S-Cast. That is our Twitter handle. It is Cathartic Podcast. Also, thank you to our sponsor, catharticapparel.com. That is catharticapparel.com. If you don't know how to spell cathartic, look it up on Google. They have some really, really cool stuff. I'm actually wearing a sweatshirt right now from them because it is cold in my office. So thank you for listening, guys. Go to Twitter, bitch, moan, complain, cuss at me, do whatever the hell you want to do. Thread me because I know there's some meal dick pricks out there that want to do that. Go right ahead and, and do that because I – could really give a shit less honest to god so again thanks for the umpteen time for listening go out and dominate the world ladies and gentlemen because you never know when it's going to end just fucking slay it burn the shit down this has some have a good time doing it all right guys we'll see how far off my picks are which i'm probably going to go like i might get two right <laughs> All right, guys, y'all take care. Go off and dominate the world. Check out cathartic.com, catharticapparel.com. I'm out.